It's time for week five. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're breaking down week five in the NFL, courtesy of the Lion Star app, the best DFS tool site out there. And believe me, I'm the biggest tool out there, so I know tools when I see them. And uh, again, we're so happy to be here talking DFS, talking NFL. And it's a fascinating week, Boggs, because not only is there lots of COVID stuff going on, we've also got our first week of actual buys, the true buys, and it's also fascinating because the way the matchups and the pricing is structured, especially on the FanDuel side, there is a ton of value at running back, and we're also missing tier guys. So, you know, because of what you're looking at normally just with the buys, right, you're not going to have Rodgers and Jones. You're not going to have Kenny Galladay. You also might be out Patriots at this point as we're recording this. We don't know what's going on. Uh, who knows what's going to go on with Tennessee and Buffalo. That is in jeopardy. Plus the injuries to Chubb and CMC. And the injuries that, that have gone out there, obviously, earlier on to Saquon Barkley. The field of play is very different than it looked just a couple of weeks ago. And it really yields itself to a lot of value. And I think my biggest takeaway so far making lineups is it opens the door for paying up for quarterback this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's a really, really good point to make, obviously, uh you know, last week I had the running back strategy because the running backs were down. I think there's some actually decently priced RBs this week. So I, I'm off of that a little bit, but you're right. I think in the majority of my lineups, I think maybe one or two I found a deal because I do like Teddy Bridgewater this week against the Falcons. Oh, sure. But, well, he's but, like the one. There, there's yeah. one or two. But other than that, man, you know, you look at the, the landscape and, you know, you see the way the way Lamar's matchup looks, the way Kyler Murray's matchup against the Jets look. I mean, there's some stuff out there that is really, really tempting. And, you know, just, just again, just going to hit it real quick. Guys like Mike Davis and Robinson, even Mark Ingram against Cincinnati. You know, there's there's all these opportunities here where, you know, you don't have to go crazy there. But you're right. Minshew, Bridgewater, those are a couple of the cheaper guys. But just generally speaking, man, it does really allow. And look, even tonight, I mean, the night, not tonight, but, you know, the night game, Seattle and Minnesota, you're taking away Dalvin Cook, you're taking away Ross Buss, you're taking away all of that, and yeah. all of those Seattle pieces that we've been using every single week. So it is a very different landscape in week five this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a weird one. I think that, honestly, I feel like the Titans are going to get canceled again from what we know. It feels like right it. Now. I think they're going to forfeit that game. That's what it's yeah. going to feel like. And I'm going to make that prediction here. So I'm, I'm, we'll see what happens. But if that report is correct, they should forfeit that game because all they're asking you to do is follow the rules and the protocol for the health and safety of everybody. And this is not a hot take, okay? Right. It's just, it's just a terrible job by everybody. And look, I don't want to hear about their competitive nature and all this stuff and how they want to try to still – no. They put this in place for a reason. It's for everybody's health and safety, not just yours, but the other people on the other teams as well and the NFL as a whole. And it's just, it's very frustrating. And I know they might've meant well, but this was like a, if this is true, and as we're recording this, we're still in the if process, but if it is, man, this is a bad job by the Titans. 
Yeah, it does not look good for that game. So I think I'm going to avoid that game for the most part, even though I really wanted uh, Devin Singletary in it. But yeah, I think that's the one that's going to get moved. I think most everything else is going to be preserved here. We'll see, though. I mean, you know, Stephon Gilmore comes down with it. There's all kinds of pictures of him hanging out with Patrick Mahomes after the game. So uh, I don't know, man. It's, and now uh, Mahomes is sleeping in a different bedroom than his wife. I mean, he's got 12 bedrooms in that house from that contract. So, well, yeah, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> he's got a day bedroom. He's got a nap room. He's got an evening bedroom. He probably bedroom. already had a COVID room ready to go. So he's fine. So, I mean, that's you know? really scary stuff, you know, yeah. for Mahomes. So we'll, we'll, you know, look, our job is to try to give you the best information we possibly can. So you feel confident going out there and building lineups. And so far, so good this year so look you have to keep up and be diligent obviously as the season goes on and continues and the week goes on and continues but let's kick things off here and let's start with the Atlanta Falcons the winless Atlanta Falcons hosting the Carolina Panthers I gotta tell you I love Carolina in this game I'm with you Bridgewater's price on FanDuel 71 on DK 59 he is a great GPP quarterback the ownership percent it's gonna be pretty chalky it doesn't make it wrong. Mike Davis at 64 on DK and 68 is terrific. You look at the game log of him. I also look, you know, he's actually leading the league in most of uh, the highest percentage of stacked boxes, and he's still putting up fantasy points. How about that? 33% of the time. You, what do you think of that stat? I love that one. Give it to me again. Uh, one 33% more time. of the time, he is seeing eight plus defenders in the box. That's so Gurley, that? or is that Davis? No, that's Mike Davis. Okay, Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. Yeah, if you can believe that, and he's yeah, well, still, that, and that's why he's good. being used in the passing game a lot as well. So I, there's a lot to play in this game, Joe, especially in GPPs. You mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. Mike Davis uh, is going to be my pick to score a touchdown this week at running back, by the way. Uh, DJ Moore, <laughs> uh, I think, could get back on the right track. Robbie Anderson has looked great, but on the Falcon side, we also have like. You know, Calvin Ridley's banged up and Julio doesn't look like he's going to play. It doesn't look so, like it now. So not just Russell Gage, but Olamide Zacchaeus from, uh, you know, uh, the, the wideout. He caught te- uh, eight catches last week uh, in that garbage time for Atlanta. I think he's, you know, he's bottom of the barrel on DK, 3,400 on FanDuel. He's a guy to look at for a tournament play as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Zacchaeus over Gage, actually. If you're gonna if you're gonna punt, punt all the way. Yeah, that, why not? that's kind of that's kind of my take on this with the Falcons right now. I don't think Gurley is a terrible play either. I'm fading away from Ridley. He's not 100 percent either. I'm not saying Ridley's a bad play at 83, though. He has to be a good play. And that's the only thing. We're not talking about sixty six hundred dollar Calvin Ridley, you're talking about eighty three hundred dollar Calvin Ridley. And I love Calvin. Everybody knows that. I'm president of the fan club, but still. Banged right up. now, it's, it's a little bit more dangerous because of the health. But Gurley at 67 and 57, respectively, on the sites, and I, not a bad play. I think Gurley is a great play, and I think Matt Ryan is not a great play this week either. So I, I uh, agree. You know, uh, with with two potentially two of your top, you two, your two best wideouts down, I don't think I want to play Matt Ryan. I think I'd rather go with Teddy Bridgewater, and he's a cheaper option. And speaking of Bridgewater, you know, Anderson is really well-priced and he should absolutely, you should be aggressive on him this week. I know I have been a lot of Robbie Anderson. He's 62 on FanDuel, 59 on DK. However, if you do want to get a little strange and a little variation, if you're doing multi-entry, have the DJ, have one DJ Moore lineup too, just in case. Yeah. Because he's seeing a ton of air yard percentage. He's just not converting anything, and he's not he's not getting touchdowns. He didn't get touchdowns last year either. And look, Anderson seems to be the thing. I was joking. Andrew Erickson came on my show this week, 
And uh, he said to me, boy, those two weeks that Teddy Bridgewater spent in New York with the Jets, him and Robbie Anderson must be best friends. <laughs> Something must have happened magically. There. <laughs> and I totally forgot about Bernie, Teddy Bridgewater even being there, for God's sake. Oh, hysterical. But look, this game has a lot of appeal. I'm with you on Zacchaeus at 3K on, on DK specifically. I think there's some upside because that allows you that, you know, a free square like that opens the board. And if he doesn't pan out, it doesn't kill you, but it allows you to get so much in lineups that you want to go. So I'm okay with that. Anything else from this game for you? No, I think we can move on. Well, listen, I, I don't even want to get into the Buffalo Tennessee game because I think it's just a waste of time. I really do. Like, I, I don't want to waste people's time on the show. If Look, they play, the play I it's like digs. <laughs> well, I think digs is, is decent, but the only play I, I actually like Singletary if Moss is out again against Tennessee's defense, but um, because especially because if they if Tennessee does play, they're going to be down at least two starters on the defensive line. So uh, if that game does play, I like Singletary. You like digs. Not much else to take. Line Star likes digs too. They actually have him as the best best value return on investment this week. Nice on the Line Star app. So that's and the chances of this. If I had to put a percentage on this game, it's like twenty five right now at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That at best, at very best. Yeah, and that would be like everyone trying to push things through and everybody else. But I, I think Buffalo is going to push back, and they should. Buffalo is off to a great start. The last thing they want is to have anybody get ill, and the last thing they want is to be missing their star players. So I just I see Buffalo making the most pushback about this. And look, it's, it's a shame, you know, Corey Davis just tested positive. Um, you know, I'd love to be starting Derrick Henry. Believe me, I would, I'm a big fan of Derrick Henry, but it's right now, this is a game that I'm fading away from. You're right about Singletary, especially with Moss being out. That would definitely be a way to go. Uh, let's go on to Las Vegas and Kansas city and keep our fingers crossed for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> this week but there's other quarterbacks i like more uh, i prefer lamar and kyler and dak this week not that anything is wrong with patrick mahomes i mean I actually like him more on dk believe it or not at 77 and some of the other high-end quarterbacks than i like him on FanDuel. what are your thoughts on clyde edwards alaire he had that first great game and then after that it's been kind of lackluster is this the buyback in game this definitely could be but i think he's he's priced very appropriately he's definitely not a deal so if you're paying for him you're you're paying exactly what you should be, uh, so so that's okay. So he's not a deal, but yeah, I mean, if you're going up against the Raiders and they have, you know, Mo Hurst for them just went on the COVID list as well, so they have a couple issues on defense. So I, I could see paying up for him this week. I just don't think I'm going to do it until he blows up again. Uh, obviously, you know, Hill, Kelsey, all these guys are top of the board. Do you have any love for uh, you know, a guy like Sammy Watkins who seems to be getting some attention in the red zone this year? No, I, I have love for Miko Hardman because it's okay. two weeks in a row. Miko Hardman is getting when he's out there, he's getting the largest uh, target share. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the largest because he's not always out there. But when he's on the field, he has the highest target share out of anyone. And, uh, you know, there's a guy that doesn't need a ton of balls to make a play. He can take 175 to the house at any point. So I think we're kind of we're we're starting to see what that last year preseason hype was all about. With right. So. Yeah. And it's all real. I mean, I'm a big fan. And look, I like the Chiefs defense in this game as well. I have the Chief, you know, we we talked about this a lot, you and I on Black Book shows, about where were you going for defense at the end of the year? Last year for me, it was all the Patriots defense. This year, it was all the Kansas City defense I could have. And it was because it was two options. Number two, number one, it was free. And, and number two, it's a good team that was playing better in the second half defensively. And most people don't notice that all the time. They they get wrapped yeah. up in what the offense is doing on these big runs and things like that. But you know what? 
he's kind of like New England the year before. A defense coming off a Super Bowl victory is usually a pretty confident one, and they look pretty confident. Uh, Darren Waller over on the Vegas side of things is always a good investment at 59 and 68,000 respectively. He's averaging 15 PPR points this year. That's the only real target that I'm excited about. Can't love Jacobs in this game if you think it's going to be the game script of them being behind. Plus, Jacobs is another guy too. Huge first week. Not quite the same guy the last few weeks after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he got banged up a couple weeks ago, and he played through it. But that's, you know, I really don't want much of this offense at all outside of Waller, like you mentioned before. A Renfro uh, or Ruggs is not going to play, so it's going to go back to Renfro, Aguilar, and Zay Jones. And Aguilar and Zay Jones had more snaps than Renfro last week, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to mess with any of this outside of Waller because Jacobs is just too banged up. All right. Now this one I like. Get your uh, get your purse ready, Boggs. Here we <laughs> go. Kyler Murray, 7,200 against the Jets on DK. 83 on FanDuel. Yes, please. Uh, him and Hopkins I think is a great pairing. You know, my two favorite pairings in cash this week are Lamar and uh, and Mark Andrews and, of course, Kyler Murray and Hopkins. Like, it's it's – I know. Oh, though, what a genius Joe is. No, but you know what? <laughs> that doesn't make it wrong okay how many times do we have to go over this we on on the recap show on tuesday right we went through that lineup how chalky were the lineups that won a million dollars incredibly chalky okay you just have that right combination of things unfortunately Lockett wasn't the right combination (laughs) of things and and it didn't work out right but kyla murray deandre hopkins lock that up the running game is really suspect right now kenny drake's a little banged up I think there's opportunity here for Chase Edmonds in this game. It would not surprise me if Chase Edmonds actually came away with more points. He's an interesting flex play on DK at 47 because he catches the ball. I wouldn't use him in FanDuel, but at 47, he's one of these guys I kind of I circle in multi-entry tournaments as like, he's an interesting flex at 47. What do you think about Edmonds in this contest against the Jets? Yeah, look, uh, you know, Kirk is banged up. So, or Drake, excuse me, is, is banged up. So, yeah, I like Evan Edmonds, and he's a big, uh, you know, PPR option as well. I'm a little more afraid of Hopkins, I think, because he just didn't look quite 100% last week. You know, he played, and it was kind of early in the week, too, where uh, he, he came out as questionable, and then they said, um, we're not sure if he's going to play, and he posted that big thing on Twitter, like, if you think I'm not playing, uh, you're out of your mind. So he played and everything, yeah, but, he but didn't it's the look Jets. 100%. No, it's the Jets. I know you're right. Did you but... watch what happened with Brett Rippon throwing the ball over to play? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw. And, and do you uh, know who's playing quarterback for the Jets this week? Joe Flacco. Yeah. Okay. But here, here's a point to that. And this okay. is why I'm actually in on Jameson Crowder at his cheap prices. I want to hear this. Go ahead. Make the argument. I know Le'Veon Bell's back, but I want to hear the Crowder argument. Go for it. The Crowder argument is that the quarterback play cannot get worse than it has been with Sam Darnold. It just can't. He's been as bad as humanly possible. So I understand they're going to Flacco, and Flacco is old and broken and all that. But he can't play worse than what Sam Darnold was playing. He just can't. It's not a possibility. So, uh, you know. I don't know, man. I saw a lot of Flacco last year for the Denver Broncos. (laughs) you You didn't see a lot of him. Because he wasn't playing that often because he got hurt. He was also turning and and handing the ball off quite a bit. Right, exactly. So I'm not saying Joe Flacco is good by any stretch of the imagination, especially at this point in his career. All I'm saying is that Crowder's value should not dip because Flacco comes in 
because Flacco can't be worse than what Darnold has been already this year. That's all. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one here. The Battle of Pennsylvania. The Pittsburgh Steelers host the Philadelphia Eagles. Boy, it's a good thing the Eagles got that W when they did because I do not love them <laughs> in this game. Oh, my God. Hey, you got offensive line problems? Would you like to meet my friends Bud Dupree and TJ Watt? That'd oh. be fantastic. Why don't you meet them and see how that goes? Uh, give me all of the – as Bogman said on Tuesday, give me all the Steelers' defense. It's actually not that bad on, uh, yeah. on FanDuel, especially uh, at 44 on, on FanDuel and 38 on DK. It's not terrible. I would have thought they'd be top of the top of the charts. Um, love the Steelers in this one. Love Connor in this game too, especially he's seven K over on Fandle. That's a great price. 69 on DK. You have to pay a little bit more for him on the DraftKings in terms of the sliding scale, but he's worth it in the full point PPR. I think Juju is 67 and 73 is a great bargain. I think, especially on Fandle, 73 is a great bargain. He should be closer to eight K and Deontay Johnson at 58 and 56 respectively. Also a good one. Um, do you want to throw a dart at Chase Claypool or is it just sticking with the main guys this week? No, I'd stick with the main guys in this one. And I would, uh, I would pay up for Juju instead of cheaping out and taking Deontay this week, because I think Juju is going to get the slot role against, uh, you know, Roby Coleman and Deontay is probably going to get Darius Slay. So I, I, and you know, he's coming off concussion protocol and all that stuff. So I would much rather go with Juju if I'm picking one this week, a Steelers wide out. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Juju train as well. I'll always be on the Deontay Johnson corner also, but uh, I'll tell you what, I think Ebron's in play too. Uh, cheap tight end over on DK at 4K, uh, 5,100 over on FanDuel. I think he can get a touchdown this week. It would not shock me at all. Uh, I'll say Connor for... is the same play as Clyde Edwards-Alaire this week. Would you agree with that? Like, um, you know... I'll tell you what, I'm, I feel more confident about Connor than I do at Alaire. I think I, I do doubt. too, but I think they're both priced like exactly appropriate they are they are but one to me i feel much you know here's the thing i i I think i know the steelers are going to run the ball a certain number of times whereas i think the unpredictability of patrick mahomes and the brilliance of him and the chiefs offense i think it becomes a little trickier but i feel better about the connor investment this week than a and it's a great question because they're right there neck and neck Uh, i want nothing to do with the eagles uh personally in this one i think this is gonna be a train wreck for them (laughs) yeah so i'm a hard pass and look, don't get me wrong. I love Miles Sanders. There's a couple weeks already, two weeks uh, since he's been back. I was all into the Miles Sanders thing. Nope, 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 not this week. You can have I mean, him. I'll don't sit here him. and make an argument for Jameson Crowder, but I have no argument for any of the Eagles. So that's how bad it's probably. Not Travis Fulgham? Nope. Yeah, I can't make an argument for Travis. The pride of Old Dominion? No. T Fulg? No. Man, you know every guy. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is amazing. I could pull off the, like, the. I gotta go. I gotta go find a guy. I, I mean, can't, that, I can't get one. all of them, but I I do know I do know a lot of them. Where did Eric Ebron go to school? Ooh, Eric Ebron is a little bit older. I don't think I remember. Um, oh, I've this is hold never, on, hold on, hold on. I've been doing no. Now you're googling it. No, it's not. No, fair. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm 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 trying to think back, but I just I don't really remember him. Welsh is gonna absolutely process. crap himself when he finds out that. I stumped you on a college on a, where did that guy go to college? Because we do this on the show all the time. And Bogman's like immediate on all of them. I can't believe Eric Ebron. No, Eric Ebron has got me where, where did he go to college? I have no idea. How would I know that? I could give two craps. I thought you were looking at it. (laughs) No, Uh, I'm not looking at it all. So if you were right, I was just going to believe you. You could have said anywhere and I would have believed you. That's, that's the glory of you. Uh, He went to university of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Yeah. So that's, that's probably why you don't know. There you go. All right, let's go to the next one here. Let's go to, to the uh, Washington football team who's making a change of quarterback just in time for the Rams to come into town. The Rams really disappointed me last week. 
I feel a little burned. Um, I will always be in the Robert Woods business, 64 and 67. He's leading the league in yards after catch. I like guys who make their own points. And sometimes when you play with Jared Goff, by damn it, you got to do that. You got to make your own points sometimes because Jared Goff can let you down. He lets everybody down. Cooper Cup is at 65 and 72, respectively. Uh, the run game is now a split again, it looks like. Ugh, that sucks. Don't like that. I can understand the Rams defense, but I will say this. Kyle Allen last year played pretty well to Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Allen played pretty well. Uh, Kyle. <laughs> so anyway, with Kyle and my South Philadelphia accent. Um, so here's the thing. It kind of, the wheels fell off last year and the interceptions started to pile up very quickly, but McLaurin has been so steady at 61 and 63. Love the price on him. Gibson is an intriguing, almost free square this week. 5,000 on DK starting to catch the ball a little bit more. I like it more in the full point PPR with the game script. I would not be shocked to see Antonio Gibson have a good game. I would not be shocked to see Terry McLaurin have a good game. So for me in this one, I think those are two guys you can kind of circle as interesting contrarian plays because I think most people are just going to abandon Washington, but I think those two guys can still be productive and actually return salary. I'm more confident in Gibson actually than I am McLaurin because uh, McLaurin might, you know, he might draw Ramsey for the majority of that game. So I don't really like that matchup. Uh, but, uh, you know, going to a new quarterback, you should lean on your run game a little more. So I'm hoping to see a little bit more from Antonio Gibson. And like you said, his price of 5000 on DK, 5800 on FanDuel is just too good to pass up. I'm going to have him in a lot of lineups this week. All right. Uh, obviously, last week we had a lot of Cincinnati love, but this week just can't do it. Not against Baltimore, Cincinnati. Now, look, and look, Cincinnati might show up in this one. Joe Burrow's got a different kind of swagger. He's coming off his big victory. You know, he's smoking his cigar. He's cool. I love me some Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon was fantastic last week. T. Higgins has been really good. Just the history tells us that this is not a good matchup for the Bengals defense. And uh, I love Lamar Jackson this week. And the, the the Lamar Jackson with Mark Andrews is always that thing we talk about. So Lamar is 79 on DK, 89 on FanDuel. It's cash gameplay. Uh, Mark Andrews is 62 and 75 on FanDuel. Now, here's a fun fact. Gus Edwards actually, you know, Mark, you know, I remember I was talking about like who's seen the most stack boxes so far this year, eight defenders percentage. Yeah, yeah. Mark Ingram is fourth, right? And he's averaging okay. somewhere around three and a half yards per carry. You know who's actually higher than him by a couple percentage points? It's actually Gus Edwards. And you know what? Huh. Gus Edwards has a yard more per carry. So yeah, he's looked good. You he's know, looked uh, really good. I am getting on the Gus Edwards bus in some season long leagues, wherever I can pick him up. Cause so far of all three of these guys, he has looked the best. And, and you would think, and this, this isn't the case, but you would think with Gus Edwards that he's getting uh, all of his carries when Baltimore is up by a ton, but he get he gets first half carries, you know, they're not mm-hmm. all, I think he runs the ball more in the second half, but now I look, think- I can't say you can play this. Like I'm, I'm not recommending this. Right. Uh, I mean, in a GPP, you want to get strange and like kind of get off the, you you know, you want to play Lamar in a GPP. Gus well, Edwards hey, Lamar missed practice on Wednesday with a knee injury. He they may did, not want to but- run him as much. Maybe. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like that's one of those things where you just kind of roll your eyes until Thursday, Friday <laughs> creeps up. Well, it is. It's like, okay, you well, know, he's a veteran rest day. So yeah, I understand I what mean, you're saying. All I'm a saying is that they should, they should bury Cincinnati in this game uh, and, you know, run the ball the entire second half. So that that's, that's kind of my, my thought process there. So yeah, I, I'm okay with uh, 
buying Gus Edwards in some deep tournaments or just to try, you know, maybe fun, throw him even. in a cheap what, lineup. What a $5 yeah. tournament single entry in there with a Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson and Andrews. You know, right. because I think the Ingram one, look, look, what are the chances of Mark Ingram not getting a touchdown this game? I, I mean, like it's probably <laughs> it's probably going to happen. And I think just playing him as boring as it sounds, and it's it's not going to be fun. But, you know, if you get that touchdown on the FanDuel side, it's interesting. However, you know, Gus Edwards is 4K on DK. All of a sudden, that opens up a lot to you that you could do in yeah. different stuff. The Ravens defense at 49, I'd rather have the Steelers, to tell you the truth. Like, I'd ra- I mean, I feel like the Steelers have a better opportunity here to score some points because I do think Joe Burrow is, you know, going to at least be competitive in this game because that's his nature. Yeah, and he doesn't – I mean, the interception he threw last week was because it bounced off of Boyd's hands right to Miles Jack. It's you know true. what I mean? That's true. Like, it wasn't uh, – it was not on him at all. Burrow's been outstanding this year, and Carson Wentz has, I think, the most turnover-worthy throws uh, in the NFL this year. So, yeah, I would go with the Steelers defense over Baltimore this week. Are you are you fading Cincinnati all collectively? Yeah, game. I don't I don't want a lot to do with this game. I you know, the funny thing is is Oh, I want to do with this game. I just don't want the Cincinnati side. And I well, hope I'm yeah. wrong because for as a football fan, I want Cincinnati to go out there and, and show it to him, but I just mm, history tells us otherwise. It's just Andrews. That's all I can play, I think, because the running backs are too ugly. I don't want to pay up for Lamar with the knee thing, even though this seems like a good matchup. If he doesn't if he doesn't throw his touchdowns in the first half. I just don't know if he's getting them. That that's my my problem with Lamar. Uh, on the other side, Tyler Boyd gets Marlon Humphrey. I hate that. Uh, I like T. Higgins and AJ Green, but um, no, you can't. No, yeah, no, AJ Green I, is lighting money on fire right now. I won't let you do that. Friends won't let friends play <laughs> AJ Green in DFS. Anymore. I mean, look, I'm benching him in my season long, so no, that me too. Enough, that should be enough for you to not play him in DFS. I just would not be surprised if he came through this week finally. Because we've given up on him, and he that's okay. You know what? That's fine. Somebody yeah, else can let, win let somebody dollars. else win with him. I'm not. I'd rather. It. I'd rather keep the fifty dollars worth of entry fees. If like, you know, I'm just. I'm not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, I, the right, chances. Right. And if it happens, great. Okay, good. Because at least I can turn around in my season long leagues, and all of a sudden, that's all you know, hunky dory again, and I feel good about him. Uh, let's talk about Jacksonville and Houston. So Houston has moved on from their coach, Bill O'Brien. So we'll see what that means for Deshaun Watson and company. I still like Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller. Just like I like him every week. You have to understand that there's risk there with Will Fuller. He could have 100 yards and a touchdown. or he I mean, that's leave. why he's the same price on TK. Every, and he always will be. He will always. He's the same price. 66 on both sides. He will never go above 71 ever. If he does, it's because he's had five straight games where he's on the field. And that's when he's going to get hurt. But, you know, I can't get into the David Johnson or the Duke Johnson business. I hear a lot of people making the Duke Johnson noise at 41. Is that another guy that you would circle though on DK in the full point PPR as maybe a responsible punt? No, I, 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 either. I don't want to do anything with Houston this week when we don't know who's calling plays yet. And, and you know, Romeo Cornell is the, the interim uh, head coach. Uh, I could see them running the ball 55 times. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen. So I don't, I'm avoiding the Texans as a whole until we get at least a one game sample size of what the offense does. I'll tell you so, what, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you I something, brother. Like Gardner Minshew. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Jacksonville in this game. Uh, you know, Houston sucks. Last time I checked just because they fired the coach doesn't mean they stopped sucking. All right. So if Minshew is 72 and 62 and you want to get a little different from the Teddy Bridgewater shares you get, I don't think Minshew is the worst idea. 
I, I like James Robinson more at six and 67 and i like dj shark at 65 and 7k i feel like everyone's just forgotten about how good dj shark is and i don't think houston has an answer for him yeah look i i like the robinson and shark play but Minshew has looked terrible two weeks in a row like he it's houston i, I know it's houston <laughs> but but it, it doesn't matter i mean Minshew has looked awful i know he threw for 350 yards last week but he did not look good doing it. That was all garbage. Dude, I don't time. care how he looks doing it. He put up 22 same. points last week. That's yeah, all okay. I care about. You all put right, up man. 22, you, you can look you know what? You can it. go with Gardner Minshew, but I think that this Texans team might come out and play inspired now that Bill O'Brien is gone because it's clearly what they wanted. Yes, nobody inspires see, faith more than Romeo Cornell. I've, when, I've been when, around that. Okay, but, but how about just Bill O'Brien being gone, right? I like, understand. That should, I understand. That should inspire some faith. It'll, so. be more, it'll be more fun to lose. That, I get that. All right. I'm and not, I'm not you know in. Well, You're making my you argument for me because I'll tell you what. If Gardner Minshew is playing from behind, um, garbage time. Garbage time. Are you taking Minshew or Bridgewater? I'm taking Bridgewater, but I'm okay. saying if you want to change out one, you know, when you're doing multi-entry, they're basically they're hundred dollars of each other. There's your there's your switch just to cover your base a little bit if you want to have the same kind. Like let's say you love everything, but you just you know you having trouble sleeping at night having all of the Teddy Bridgewater. Well, why not have some uh, Gardner Minshew and get a little I DJ? Would, Sharp I would go to the Robinson. next game. I would go to the next game for a quarterback I if like I didn't like, like Teddy you're B. pushing me to the next game. You like well, the next I, game, I, huh? Well, I want to talk about Jimmy G over Gardner Minshew. Oh, boy. okay. Go ahead. You you tell me. I, I, I am off Miami this week. So now that Jimmy Garoppolo is back, you you sell me on Jimmy G and uh, and this offense against Miami. Miami's defense is terrible. Jimmy G has had a couple weeks to rest. He's got Debo back. Ayuk looks he better. Wasn't he was, is back. I know he wasn't, he wasn't resting. Like, Drinking Do you think that matters the against the, the Dolphins? Come on, man. You know, the, the, the Dolphins defense is miserable. So got more I wins than Houston. <laughs> Jimmy G is cheaper too than Gardner Minshew on, on I think both sites. Yeah, both sites he's cheaper. So give me Jimmy G against Miami and save me a couple bucks to you know bump up something, bump up my defense to Pittsburgh, bump up my uh, tight end to someone a little bit better. You know, my last wide receiver, something. I would rather go with Jimmy G over Gardner Minshew this week, even coming off an injury. So, all right, you're paying up for Kittle to go along with him after the 15 receptions on uh, Sunday night. In general, I don't want to pay up for one, but the ones that I do like this week to pay up for are Kittle and Darren Waller. Those are the two tight ends that I'd be willing. I mean, I think I like Darren Waller a little bit more because Vegas literally has nothing else. Uh, and there's there's more to take away from Kittle. I don't think you can go to him 15 times, uh, you know, in a row like they did last week. And I don't think Jimmy G will either. So uh, I would rather pay for Waller, but I like Kittle. All right, you're getting Mostert back in this game. So how does this mix in with McKinnon? McKinnon's 58 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. Mostert's 61 on DK, 65 on FanDuel. You also have Debo back another week now. This is two weeks into his return. So are you just going Jimmy G by himself? Are you going Jimmy G and Kittle? Are you going to take a running back? Or are you just going to kind of, you know, uh, just <laughs> throw yeah, it all I'm in avoid- there and see what happens? I'm avoiding everything else in this game. Uh, I'm a, I'm okay. Like Debo and Ayuk are, cheaps, uh, are so cheap that I don't mind throwing them in a lineup, you know, just to see if it pans out. But uh, I don't want anything to do with the running backs. You know, I mean, this is a lot like the Niners or or the uh, Patriots situation last week when it was, okay, well, here we go. Here's Sonny Michelle is out, and now here's Damien Harris. 
and we haven't seen him all year, and he gets 17 carries. I don't think that's going to happen to Mostert. I think they ease him in. So just Jimmy G, just uh, Kittle for me. All right. Uh, speaking of Davian Harris and the Patriots, they're going to host the Denver Broncos, we think. <laughs> this is another one that's uh, – I don't want to waste people's time because I think this one's in jeopardy too. Um, and uh, honestly, without – with no good quarterback play in this game, uh, I, I really can't tell you. All I know is the Pats defense – played a hell of a game as good as they possibly could with the exception of one or two missed opportunities of some turnovers that really could have changed the dynamic of that football game would have shocked the world. But uh, Pat's defense is still good at home that I can get behind the rest you can have. Yeah. I mean, the risk worth taking, if if we're going to point that out at all in this game would be uh, Demir Bird because he keeps getting targets and he's still bottom of the barrel cheap. Uh, for your pats and jury judy because no stefan gilmore i think would be a decent play but like you said uh we're not even sure this game gets played so i don't want to spend a ton of time on it either all right next one here we got the indianapolis colts going to cleveland cleveland's riding high after that uh huge victory in dallas on the road um look it's now you're gonna have dearness johnson who's at 47 on dk and 53 i'm sure a lot of people are going to be buying into that is that right or wrong uh, you want to hear my song about the Browns this week? I do. I love a good song. No, 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 no Browns. That's good. That's a good tune. I like that. Yeah. You go, you go up against the worst defense in the NFL, probably in what Dallas is doing right now. I'm not saying they don't have the talent. I'm saying they're not, they ain't putting it together on the field. Right. Uh, to what might a defense that might be playing the best in the NFL. No, right. In, yeah, I agree. In the Colts. And I just don't, I, I think your expectations are going to be too high on any Brown you take. So I will be taking no Browns. All right. Uh, I think that's fair. And I got to be honest with you. I don't have much love for the Indianapolis offense. Uh, I told you last week, the only thing I like is Mo Alley Cox. Uh, also, by the way, he is the number one tight end in yards after catch. How about that so far this yeah. year? You like yeah, that little set? Does he have seven catches, Mo Ali Cox? I know he has no four care. scoring touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you know and this is another converted basketball player, too. Like, this is another dude that, like, played basketball, like, kind of like Antonio Gates. And he, you feel like, you know, this is just kind of falling into place for him. But at 4,200 on DK, hey, it's not terrible. Philip Rivers looks miserable. Like, is, I don't want yeah. I don't want any part of this game. No, and it's a shame so. because Jonathan Taylor is getting a ton of opportunity. But ever since week one had to be the weirdest thing. Naheem Hines is great. But Marlon Mack gets hurt. Jonathan Taylor's catching balls. It was the most bizarre week one ever. And ever since, none of those things have happened. <laughs> like, Naheem <laughs> Hines makes me physically mad. Like I like I don't understand the response my body does when I think about him. Cause like I was so out on him. He had, he averaged six touches a game last year. Uh, and then this year with Jonathan Taylor added into Marlon Mack, he just gets touchdown run week one. And then Marlon Mack gets hurt and he disappears again. What the hell is happening? I don't know what it is. So uh, no, thanks. I, I think this is going to be a, a game to play the under for this week. For sure. All right. Well, and if you want to know the unders and the overs, make sure you listen to the wagering show with me and Scott Bogman right here at Line Star. Comes out right. tomorrow on Friday program. That way you know. All right, one more to do here before we start uh, taking shots at the end zone. And speaking of shots at the end zone, oh boy, the the New York Giants are gonna travel to Dallas. Before I even get in Dallas, I'm just gonna ask this question. Can the Giants, the lowly Giants, 
you know, Daniel Jones went from a 20 point quarterback to a 10 point quarterback ever since Saquon went out. Can they muster offense against this terrible Dallas defense? I think anybody can play offense against this. All right. So that being said, I I agree, but I'm going to be very careful. Evan Ingram (laughs) at 46 and 55. I will take Darius Slayton at 48 and 58. I will take. I will not take Daniel Jones because I'm afraid of the turnovers. I will not take Devontae Freeman because I'm just not sold on it. That's my approach to the Giants. Those two guys, and that's it. I will dip my feet in the water, maybe two toes, and those toes' names Ingram and Darius Slayton. You got you're missing one toe there, Rex Ryan. It's uh, <laughs> Danny Dimes. No, too many turnovers. That guy's a fumble machine. Uh, you know just, what? They're not going to go to Colt McCoy ever. I mean, look, Danny I Dimes know. had uh, he had worse numbers than Haskins, and, and uh, for this year, and, and Haskins replaced, and Danny Dimes not getting threatened at all. I don't know why, but I oh, think because um, Trevor Lawrence is on the way. That's why. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. No, just shut up and let him play. All right. But no, man, I, I, I'm okay with Danny Dimes. I picked him as a, uh, a, like, like he, I'll get him in at least two lineups this week just to see if it pans out. All right. There you have it. All right. Let's go over to Dallas. Dak Prescott, obviously. I mean, there's no way he can't be in play. Giants defense isn't great either. 8,700 for him on FanDuel, 74 on DK. You know the score with Amari Cooper. You know, it's I, I like it more on the on DK than on FanDuel just because of the full-point PPR. He's so locked in. He's averaging 22 points in the full-point PPR, just 16 and a half because he's not getting the touchdown. So just as if you're going to be moving back and forth, like I'd rather play C.D. Lamb on FanDuel at 50 than Amari Cooper at 78. And then the inverse is true. I'd rather pay up and get the definitive points for Amari Cooper on, on DK and then, you know, let's see Lamb go away. Dalton Schultz at 48 and 53 on the sites too. Uh, and of course, Michael Gallup. Let's not forget about him, even though it seems like he's the forgotten man, 54 and 57. So how do you attack them Cowboys this week? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's in play here. You know, they, they're just uh, the Giants are bad. We know the Cowboys defense isn't going to stop anyone. So I just I think that everyone is in play this week, wholly and completely on the Cowboys side. I don't have an argument against anyone here. You want to roll Zeke out or Dak or CD or Gallup? It, you know, Schultz a little banged up. I think the only thing I'm definitely not rolling out is the Cowboys defense for anything. So there you go. All right. So. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to find the end zone. Bogman and I are going to go head to head and you can get involved and win some free swag. Go follow us on the Lion Star app and at Lion Star NFL. Retweet and like this segment and a random drawing. We'll you know, put it in like one of those old school bingo things and we'll tumble it around. <laughs> Somebody's going to come out uh, for Bogman and for me and we are going to be playing for you. So I, I need to pick things up. I'm drawing a line in the sand. So I already know this who you're running Joe's back week. in. So- this is my week. No one can take it away from me. So, Boggs, who are you going with your running back to score a touchdown this week? Who's your guy? It's Mike Davis. I said Mike yeah, Davis I know, for Carolina. I know. And that was going to be mine, which, by the was way. Was it really? Yeah, it was. But me and Boggs being on the same guy like this, that tells you everything. Mike Davis, Mike Davis, and then some more Mike Davis when you're done with Mike Davis. And then maybe <laughs> Mike Davis after dinner drink. But oh, for me, I'm going to go with Mike James. Davis. I'm going to go with James Conner and stick it to him because he's a Steelers fan right here. And I'm going to go with my boy, James Conner. All right. For a wide receiver. You know what? I'm going to buck the trend. You say DeAndre Hopkins isn't healthy. I say it's the Jets and it doesn't matter. 
Give me Hopkins to score a touchdown. Hopkins and Connor are my guys. Who's your wide receiver? I'm going to go uh, to the same Pittsburgh game, but I'm going to take Juju. Like I said, he's going to be. That was my other the, one. Oh, he's boy. In, in slot in most of the time. Today. Whoa, look at us. Whoa. <laughs> he's, he's in the slot. Uh, he shouldn't be drawing Darius Slay. So uh, I, I'm going with Juju for Pittsburgh to score this week, too. So Davis and Juju for me. That is always very dangerous when Bogman and I are basically in on the same guys. That tells you a lot. Get them in your lineups. Once again, you know, you don't try to reinvent the wheel here with the NFL. You know who these guys are. You know, look, there's going to be one little one off here and there. We've identified some of those guys on the podcast. We've talked about some free squares like Zacchaeus and, and Antonio Gibson, some guys who have some upside on DK and FanDuel. Get those guys in sparingly, but go get the points. The points are going to be out there. It's a very weird week at running back. As we talked about, go get the Kyler Murrays. I'm telling you, go get the big-time quarterbacks. I think it's going to be a week for that. And look, even conversely, if you don't want to do that and you want to go down to the Bridgewater group of quarterbacks, okay, go pay up for tight end. Go pay up for Waller. Go pay up for Andrews, maybe Kittle. That's how you're going to win this week. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those two things, if not both, coming out. So that'll do it for us. Make sure you follow us on the Twitter machine at Bogman Sports at Joe Pizapia 17 at Lionstar app and at Lionstar NFL. Make sure you subscribe to your podcast and make sure you go get that Lionstar app and upgrade to the premium product today because it's awesome. And so are we. So that'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Lionstar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.